0: And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church.
1: Praise the Lord, Church. It's good to be in the house of the Lord and to feel what we feel here this evening. Hallelujah. Tonight I'm going to pick up where I left off. I want to give honor to the church, the great spirit that this church has, to your great pastor, and to the ministries of this church, and um, that you feel so free and feel the gift of God talking to our hearts, to our souls. I I'm talking. I'm holding this microphone tonight because they have requested me to. I was thinking a moment ago, I don't know if I can read, preach, and hold the microphone all at one time. I told Brother Boyd, I was just used to preaching at church. You step down off the platform, take three steps, and shake hands with the visitors in the back. (laughs) So, uh, all right. So tonight, I'm just glad to be here in the house of the Lord, and I'll try not to take you long, but I have something I have... uh, this is part two, or part B, however you want to look at it. The necessity of the Holy Ghost. Now, if you hear me say things in my preaching, or my trying into my teaching, you might hear me say things or quote things that I've read somewhere else. So, you know, I'm not beyond speaking things that I've learned, I, you know, so... uh uh um, I just wanted to let you know that uh, that you might hear me say things that someone else quoted. I don't remember I, where I got them from. I just embedded them in my brains and and remember. I know I made some quotes last week's on the, about the grace of God, you know. And I'm sure somebody else. I read that from somewhere else. It stuck in my brain because it made so much meaning yeah. to me, you know. And I think that everybody ought to know. Hallelujah, so I appreciate you tonight and I appreciate the honor to be here to preach and minister to you the word of the Lord. Part two, I've entitled this, that we might know, that we might know. Last week I left you, let's just go ahead and pray, pray together in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this service tonight and for the meaning of the Holy Ghost to each and every one of us. God, thank you for the moving of your spirit and the work of the Holy Ghost, Lord, just now. God, we know that you're going to do and accomplish mighty things, Lord. Lord, we believe that you're going to go with Sister Cricket tomorrow and be with her in surgery, Lord. And God, that you're just going to help her, Lord. And we just know, God, Lord, that you're just going to minister to the needs to us in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll read my text to you this evening, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12 through 14. And now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know, see there, so that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God that we might know those things because man can't comprehend what God is trying to tell you and I. Yeah. So we need the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah. When I came to God, I didn't know anything about God. Right. Right. And I couldn't comprehend things about God yeah. until God began to reveal them through anointed preaching and the anointed word of God and then it began to open up up avenues that I could look into and then when I began to obey the word and follow after the spirit of the Lord amen then you know obeying the gospel I didn't know anything about the Godhead I didn't know anything about the spirit of the Lord I didn't know anything about being baptized in Jesus name those things were incomprehensible to me I didn't know that Jesus was the almighty God I had not understood baptism in the Holy Ghost or receiving the spirit of God those things brother Herndon were far from me hallelujah I'll let you go ahead and sit down you'll be seated in the name of the Lord hallelujah which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teaches. See, I found out real soon that when I began to get into the place where God was really working at, that the things that I had learned all my life being uh, not raised in the church I wasn't privileged to be raised in the church uh, I was raised outside of the church so when I was 25 years old and came to the Lord uh, after coming out of the service uh, this was all new to me but I knew that I wanted God I knew that I wanted what the Holy Ghost uh, had given me I had stood in the long lines uh, Amen, at the, at the phenomenal things of the world uh, and people lifted up their hands and voted me into the church. But it wasn't long I found out that's not right. The Bible said that we must be born again of the water and of the spirit. Somebody needs to explain that to me. How that I can be born again. I was no different than Nicodemus was when he came to Jesus by night and wanted to know how can I be born again? Can I move? Can I enter into my mother's womb for the second time? I was just as incomprehensible as that to me as it was for Nicodemus. But then light came, Amen. When God began to show me the Spirit that teaches me how to live and how to grow up, things that God have for you and I. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm not even teaching this the way I laid it out. I told my mind. I stopped about halfway over here and I told my wife. I said, wife, you drive. Why don't you just drive tonight? I got something I want to read. When we got here, I said, now, if I can preach that the way I just preached it myself, I'll do all right. But I'm finding out I ain't preaching the way I wanted to preach it when I got over here. Hallelujah. But I feel something in the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, I know that the Lord is working. Hey, let, let's go on here a little bit further. And he says, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. Now let's go on a little further, because I got a lot to say here tonight. I'm trying to say it here. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. The natural man can't even comprehend the things of God. When we begin to talk about healings, the natural man can't comprehend that. When we talk about uh, deliverance, deliverance from what? Hallelujah. When we talk about uh, people that are being bruised and hurt, people that are in shackles, people that are caught up and bound in the things of the world, people that can't find freedom or find peace or joy or righteousness in in the things that God has for you and I and freely wants to give them to us. When the teaching of the word of the Lord comes first, we need somebody, amen, that's got the Holy Ghost, the anointed preaching of the word of God to tell me what I can do if I just come to the Lord. Hallelujah, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, see there, the things when we talk about you hear it out in the world, is foolishness to the world. They can't understand how God can take a body that's out of harmony with itself and set it back in place where it ought to be at. Hallelujah. That means we need to be spiritual. And so we need the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives. When I came to God, I realized this one thing, that my tongue talking experience was just that for a moment but it became to be much more than just an experience of speaking in other tongues. It began to take over my mind. It began to take over my heart, take over my soul and my body. Amen, it began to teach me things that I never comprehended before, things I didn't know of, and it made me to rejoice, to know that there is a God. Thank God for the Holy Ghost tonight. Thank Lord for the Spirit of the Lord. He wasn't just talking about revelations and things to come, but he was talking about every little trial you go through, the Holy Ghost is gonna be talking your way through it. Every little battle that you come, that you face up with, with the enemy, the Lord's gonna give you strength to overcome it. He's gonna lead you. He's gonna guide you. He's gonna direct your path. Hallelujah. 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 In this studies, I've been thinking about the battles I've been through. And there was the Lord. I remember not so many years ago, we'd had this piece of property over in the start where we lived at over there, and all of a sudden, out of the clear blue, I've just lost my job. I've had a heart attack, and I've now lost my job. I'm not at the age of retirement. What am I going to do? And the Holy Ghost kept speaking to me, talking to my heart, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. See, that was more than a tongue-talking experience with God. That's something I needed to hear from the Lord and it came continuously. Every time I'd get to discouraged about what am I gonna do? We're gonna lose this, we're gonna lose that. I can't work anymore. But God just began to bring everything together. And every day he would tell me, trust in the Lord with all of my heart. Lean not to that own understanding. God, we need the Holy Ghost Church to keep us straight, keep us heading in the right direction. We need God and we need his spirit. Hallelujah. We need instruction from God because we tend to forget. It's easy for us to go back into the natural state of mind. But then that spirit begins to work inside of us. cannot know the times in the past that I have prayed for all of my children. When I first came to God, I didn't know, I didn't have children, but it taught me how to live with my wife. It taught me how to raise my children. It taught me how to live peaceable with everybody around me. I was a rough customer when I come to God. Listen, I didn't even know how to get along with folks. That's the truth. Until I heard a man one day. I I was in the church and didn't have friends. Is that hard to believe? I did, I, I could not make friends until one day I heard a preacher preaching. He said, if you wanna win friends, show yourself friendly. I began to practice that, Brother Herndon. I began to practice going up and shaking hands, saying kind things, winning friends, and the next thing you know, I had friends everywhere. It works. Amen. Hallelujah. But I want to talk to you tonight about a man that has no name. I left you last week in that Bible study with Noah, uh, with Moses, about ready to be killed by the Lord, and if it hadn't been for the quick action of his wife, right. Moses would probably be dead today. He is dead today, but dead back then that day. <laughs> <laughs> See there, what the natural man can do. not wishing bad things on Moses but I'm glad he's dead (laughs) hallelujah but by the quick action of his wife who knew the law there saved him she stepped in and done the thing that needed to be done and so God let Spared his life. Tonight I want to take you to a portion of scriptures found in Numbers. Gonna to talk to you a man that has no name. Hallelujah. But it's become an important value in the characters to me, for I have read this scripture over and over for years. And it's found in Numbers chapter 15. Verse 32, and I'm going to read it to you. Hallelujah. And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man that gathered sticks upon the seventh day. Hallelujah. I want you to think about this old natural man. He, it doesn't say anything about his name. It doesn't say anything about if he had a wife, if he had children. He might have had a dozen children. Only thing that implies that this man was out on the Sabbath picking up sticks. And that seems to be so insignificant. I remember when I read that first time I thought, wow, picking up sticks. I wonder why the Bible doesn't say if he had been sick. It doesn't say if he was a poor man or if he was a rich man. It doesn't say anything uh, anything about him, whether uh, his children had been sick. It doesn't say what his skills were, if he was a craftsman, if he was a farmer. Was he a herder? Was he a cattleman? I don't know what the man was. The Bible doesn't imply anything. I just know that, this, that the Bible says they just found the man. And here this man was that was, he we gotta understand one more thing about this guy because he knew nothing about the spirit of God. He lived under the law. The law in its its abilities had no way of reminding this man you cannot go and pick up sticks today. It was the Sabbath day. I don't know if he had been to the church of that day or not. I don't know if he had been to the tabernacle or not he may have been like a lot of folks, you know, just going out on their own, not going to the house of the Lord, amen, just missing out on the spirit of God, amen, the way that God could have spoke to some high priest, we don't know the elevation of where this man was at, where he came from, where he was going, he just following the crowd, amen, he's a man like a lot of folks, just following the crowd, picking up sticks, having no direction, amen, But trying to find the place in his life that he can live and have peace, amen. I'm sure he was out there picking up sticks for a reason. Most of the time it required that it was going to be used for cooking something. He was trying to find a way to sustain his own life, but let's go on and read some more here. And they that found him gathering sticks brought him unto Moses and Aaron unto all the congregation. We don't even know what kind of folks it was that found him. We just know they were the children of Israel. They didn't have the spirit. So there's no telling what they were up to when they might have seen him do it a Sunday before. I don't know, a Sabbath before. I'm not sure. I don't know anything about this guy. Neither do you. And this poor man, he's just picking up sticks. And all of a sudden, this crowd gathers all around him. What are you doing picking up sticks? Come on, we're going to take you to Moses we're gonna take you there. We're gonna take you to the congregation and we're gonna see what's gonna be done with you. And so they go on just a little before and you're reading there and they put, they put him inward because it was not declared what should be done to him. They didn't even know what the, what the punishment would be. They didn't even know what the price was going to pay for a man just picking up sticks. It seems to be so insignificant the World tells us all we got to do is just believe and everything will be all right, amen. That God just loves everything and everybody, amen. I believe that I believe God loves everybody, amen. I believe it's predestinated that all men by the adoption of Jesus Christ, amen. I'm not talking about predestination, amen, that you're gonna make it whether you want it or not. I'm not talking. About it, you're gonna be chosen. Amen. Just because of you are who you are and who you were born under. I'm talking about predestination. He did that predestinated that all men would be saved, and the choice is up to you. Amen. The choice of being saved is up to you. The choice of salvation, the choice of repenting is up to you. The ploy, the choice of being baptized in his name is up to you. But the real choice is if you want the spirit, it's up to you. I'm gonna talk to you a little bit more here and some reasons why. I'm just trying to set a basis tonight on somebody that's just like every other person in the world. Hallelujah. So, reading on it says, and the Lord said unto Moses, the man shall be surely put to death. All the congregation shall stone him with stones without the camp. Wow. That seems to be pretty severe for a man just gathering sticks. But see, the man didn't have the spirit of God He didn't comprehend that when God made a commandment that it is to be obeyed. Hallelujah. He didn't comprehend or understand about the law because he didn't have the Holy Ghost to teach him. Amen. Their sins were only pushed away once a year. They had to do service when things was wrong. But that's what they knew. They didn't comprehend it. They obeyed it. But see, church tonight, we have the Holy Ghost. That teaches us, leads us, guides us, directs us in everything. There's nothing that is preached and taught to us, uh, amen, that the anointed word of God by the anointed man of God, uh, amen, can bring comprehension to you, uh, can spiritual things with spiritual things so that you and I know how to walk with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. And then the next scripture says, and all the congregation brought him without the camp, stoned him with stones, and he died as the Lord commanded Moses. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Seems to be, that's the way the world sees it, too. Seems to be pretty rough. What a punishment from the Lord. But see, God was preparing a people, getting them ready to take them to a promised land, taking them to a place that he can abide and dwell with them. See, God can't dwell in the midst of a people of sin. He's got to get the sin out amongst the people and so he can have a conversation with them, so he can dwell with them. God has always wanted to dwell with his people. He's always wanted to talk to his people. That's why prayer is what it is. That's why prayer is so important to you and I so that we can talk to God not only that, we do a it's not a one way conversation if you pray in the spirit, it's a conversation between you and God, amen. Sometimes, so many of us about the time we're getting ready to really get somewhere with God, it's time to get up and go do something. Just leave God standing there. We finally got God's attention, and God wants to say something to us, but we're too busy and we get up, amen. We don't stay long enough to understand the things of God, God wants us to pray God wants to talk to you and I God wants to give us more freely of the things that we can receive of him hallelujah hallelujah praise the Lord y'all staying with me tonight hallelujah one reason that we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost is so we might know these things freely These things that God wants to give us. If we got that natural mind, we won't never comprehend it. See that that man that was picking up sticks, he just didn't comprehend why God didn't want him to do it on Sunday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The natural man cannot understand the spirit of God because they are what? The spiritually. Discern. We've, we've come to that conclusion tonight, and this still really is Bible study. <laughs> the natural man can't, and we talked about that a little bit, but the natural man cannot explain the things about the Godhead. He can't explain things about the Holy Ghost. And so we'll just go, we've already kind of touched on that subject a little already, and we'll just move along. We touched on the subject of anointed preaching so that we could begin to comprehend these things. So we'd like to say that once the natural man receives the Holy Ghost, then he can study the word and understand it. Hallelujah. The things that were always hid from you in the past now, they become, they, that you can comprehend and understand what they're saying. Hallelujah. I never cared anything about studying the word of the Lord until I got the Holy Ghost. Then I had question after question after question. It said, seek ye the best gifts. What is the best gift? I began to search and search out and began to look into the word of the Lord. I found out that I could, I could do things that I, I used to never could do. I remember when my, you know, I, I, like I made a statement a while ago, Brother Rayleigh, I've seen my children, nearly every one of them have something go wrong with them, sick in their lives, and you know what, I didn't have to call the pastor to get him to drive 40 miles to come over and pray for my son or my daughter. I remember one time my son back here, Bobby, amen, that he used to, when he was a young kid, he used to have the whooping cough all the time. Every time i turn around, he's got the croup. And I'd take him up, I'd get up in the middle of the night, take him to the hospital, we'd run him to the hospital, and there they would give him these shots, and they'd give him these breathing treatments, and I'd bring him home in a few days; he'd be all right. And then I remembered one night I was sitting there on the couch with him, and here come this croup again. I said, "I thought, you know, I thought my mind. I've had enough of this. God, give me something freely." He told me that I could pray and if I asked anything in his name, amen, that he would do it. So I began to pray. I began to hold him in my arms like that, just a little bitty thing sitting there on the couch. I began to pray in the name of the Lord. Brother Boyd, I began to pre-quote scriptures out that I could fast as they could come to my brain. Pretty soon I realized I was in the spirit. They need to take it to the, the dentist. Looks like you may have an impact tooth. That means surgery, cutting on her jaw, getting there and taking care of what it needs to be done. Me and my wife took her outside. We sat down inside the car and said, "I ain't going to no dentist. I'm going to pray in the name of the Lord right now, brother." We prayed in the name of the Lord, and in just a matter of no time, that thing was gone. I'm just, I'm I'm saying these things to tell you what the spirit of the Holy Ghost and these signs shall follow them that believe. Hallelujah. I mean, believe that. You believe these signs shall follow them that believe. I believe that. Why? Because how? You have a witness of the Holy Ghost that teaches these things to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't need to go to any high priest and ask him to do something for me. I go to the true shepherd. I go to the true high priest, high priest of all high priests. I go to Jesus and I pray in his name and see these things come about in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's another reason that we need the spirit of the Lord. And then he said, and you shall cast out devils in my name. You believe that? Amen. Let me tell you something. If you cannot believe and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and walk in the Spirit, chances is you'll never ever defeat a devil. You'll never, ever push off the spirit of the world that is in the world today. Hallelujah. Too many people that are, that are in the world seeing too many folks having the things that they never dreamed that they had in their lives come upon them. And now they're not walking with the Lord anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I won't stay on that subject very long tonight. I just wanted to impress in your minds that if you're going to fight things in this world, spirits in this world, and defeat the world, love not the world. For he that hath the love of the world, the love of the Father is what? Not in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then, let me watch my clock here. I'm not going to hold you long tonight. So there's a purpose for you and I then. Let's talk about that for just a little bit here. Then there's a purpose for you and I in the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19 says, and here's Paul, he says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not of your own. Hallelujah. So the purpose is that God dwell with you. It's not just another step in the act of salvation, but it is important that we realize that God needs to be in you. He desires to be in you. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It even goes on to say there, and, and so if that if we refuse this spirit, if we don't, if we don't receive the Holy Ghost, and we don't, we don't, and we try to justify ourselves in all of this, uh, and we have no purpose for God uh, or his regard for us being the temple of God. God's desire is to be in the temple of every man. Hallelujah enjoy the things that God wants us to enjoy Jesus once said it's it's the Father's good pleasure to what? to give you the kingdom that's the whole purpose of it so we have to be careful how we handle the Holy Ghost where we go with that Holy Ghost what we do what we say with the Holy Ghost. For Paul even writes to us again about this subject and he says in 1 Corinthians chapter three, verse 16 and 17, and he says, know you not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Why do we come to church? Because we wanna feel the Spirit of the Lord. Bobby was talking something my son brother Bobby was talking Sunday morning about don't leave the church without taking God home with you We got the Holy Ghost it is the temple of God Hallelujah God is in this old in this old man temple we need to be, be, be respectful of the thing that God has done with us, has given us of his spirit, being careful where we go, being careful what we watch, being careful what we see, being careful of what we say, being careful of everything about our whole life because it is the, we are the temple of God. He even goes on to say, There that he, that he dwelleth in you, and if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. Wow. For well, the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Wow. Hallelujah. Doesn't pay for us to be carnal, does it? Does it pay to come to church? Carl. Doesn't pay for us to leave the church? Carl. Hallelujah. God has got great things. How I many? when you come to the church and you hear Pastor Boyd get up here and begin to preach and exalt the man, the word of God, do you just get up and walk out of here saying I didn't get anything out of that today? No. No. Because the Spirit, the Lord, the Holy Ghost is working. The Holy Ghost already knows what the mind of each and every one of us is when we walk into the house of the Lord. He's already tried our spirit. He knows what it is when we come through that. He knows if we're carnal. He knows if we're spiritual. He knows if we're prayed up. He knows if we're backslid. He knows that if we're not in the right condition and and because of the love of God. See, I guarantee you that guy that was picking up sticks uh, when the time came that he could have stood before God in some kind of spirit of mercy. See, the law is a spirit of judgment. It doesn't have much mercy, but the spirit of the Lord brings mercy. It gives us grace. It brings reconciliation. And so when we come to the house of the Lord, we can walk there are better persons than when we came into it. I hope tonight before this service is over with, that we walk out of here knowing that we've been touched by the hand of the Lord. I, 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 I don't even claim to be one of the best preachers in the world. I've always said this one thing that there's two kinds of preachers that makes me want to preach. There's good preachers and bad preachers. I just want to do my job. I want the spirit of the Lord to have his way in the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God is always willing to dwell with us. So the dwelling places of God. God, you know, God met with us in the garden. He met with Adam and Eve in the garden. He wanted to be with them. he came come in the of the gate. He made a conversation with them. And then things went wrong, went away. They began to listen to the wrong voices. The next thing you know, that old divorcement's up and they're going to be cast out of the garden. Hallelujah. And then there was a tabernacle in the wilderness that was there. That, God, that man, that God went with the children of Israel through the wilderness. And all the beauty that was in that old tabernacle. And the, and the Shekinah glory of God would just come down and there he would visit with them. But then there was times that they weren't just right with God. And God refused to go into the camp. So it's important for us to understand tonight the responsibility that we have to keep the Holy Ghost in us alive and well. Hallelujah. 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 I'm just kind of passing over my notes here tonight because i got a few more things I want to bring out, if I may. The temple was built by Solomon, it was ordained by God. The Spirit of the Lord was would come and visit there. It was so much that the Bibles teaches us that the Spirit was there so much that the priest could not even minister there. God wanted to be, he wants to dwell with you everywhere you go. He wants to go home with you tonight when you leave the service. He wants to wake up in the morning and the moments of prayer that you will talk to God and God will just walk with you all day long. Speaking to your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sheba, when she visited the tabernacle or that old temple that, that was built by Solomon, she said only the half have been told. Your servants... They stand before you. They work with you. They're happy. They have peace. They have joy. Hallelujah. There's nothing better than to walk into the house of the Lord that enjoys the presence of the Lord and the dwelling place of God. Hallelujah. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. And then... And then there was another place that God wanted to dwell with man and that was in the man Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 19 says, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses in them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Wow not imputing their trespasses. I guarantee the man that was picking up sticks wishes he could have heard that message. I thought about something today and I was studying on this thing. Just imagine for just a moment, church, that we were under the old law. Brother Boyd's your pastor He's your high priest. Imagine that somebody in the congregation, somebody in outside comes and says, your son was picking up sticks. Brother Gibson's son was picking up sticks with him. And you had to be the man. Just imagine that. You had to be the man that God spoke to and said, Take them outside the camp and stone them. And you had to be witness of it. What a terrible, terrible, horrible thing to ministering, to even imagine in your mind. I thought about that today. Imagining going through something like that. That man that was picking up sticks was somebody's son. My my my. How easy it is tonight in my clothes, I'm getting ready to close here in just a few minutes. I haven't taught it the way I, I had intended to. Reconciling everyone unto him is the sole purpose of God. And when Jesus came, even in in Matthew chapter 1, verse 26, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted, God with us. But see, there was a limitation of what Jesus could do. He could only touch those that he came in contact with. His limitation was not to the whole world at that time, but his limitation was to whom he was dealing with. Such as the lady that came to Jesus that needed the healing of her body. She said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole, but there was people, multitudes of people all around. Point is that she made it that Jesus, touched the hem of his garment. He felt virtue leave his body. But he was the only one that had the power to do this so far. So when Jesus was God in man, it's still that limitation of that old flesh and what it could do. So, in my closings tonight, and when you think about all the beautiful things that Jesus done, he goes on to say greater things Shall you do? Hallelujah. Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captivities and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. I'm a firm believer in this one thing. Quote. Anointing brings power to truth. Hallelujah. And truth and power will bring revival. I believe that. Hallelujah anointing of the Lord just give me just another moment and then I'm going to turn this over to the musicians so then the next place we find God in man John 14 and 16 says and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. Listen what he says, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I wonder if you'd stand with me tonight. I made a statement a while ago that the choice is yours. I don't know what your walk with God is. Only you know that. But I feel like in my heart tonight that we have an opportunity to allow that spirit to be in our place, in our bodies. We can become the temple of the Holy Ghost if we've kind of grown cold and indifferent in God, now's the time to make things right with God. If we've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, it's God wanting to dwell in you. Not just around you. Not just in these song singers. Not in our love, pastor, or these good ministers and the ministers out there or in the saints of God, Sunday school teachers. I'd be willing to say that when they came to the Lord, they didn't know there was gonna be any of these things. When I came to God, I never realized what I would be. I was just glad to be saved. I really was. I had such a corrupt and evil life that when they told me I could have the Spirit of the Lord, I wanted that more than anything, anything. I wanted His Spirit. God wants you right now, tonight, more than you realize. I feel like right now in my heart I I know this in the spirit that's people here tonight that's battling battling things that they can't even comprehend. They don't even know why you don't even know why you're in the battle. You don't even realize how it come upon you. I'm talking about people that have the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about people that have walked with God and then all of a sudden now, it doesn't just seem like he's there. And I want to wake up and one day you wake up and say, where is my God? I'm telling you, the Lord has an answer right here tonight. And I invite you to come to this altar. And if you, needed a, you need prayer for you, then there's people here that, are, that are, are, are more than willing to pray and help you get the victory over all that you're facing. Bodily illnesses, bruises, hurts and pains that you don't know about. Battles with your neighbors on the job. people that you called your friend is not your friends any longer and you don't know why relatives that won't have anything to do with you God's got an answer tonight God it's important that you walk out of here tonight filled with the spirit of the Lord hallelujah that you can overcome hallelujah God's got an answer. God's got an answer here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: This message has been brought to you today by the Media Ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic.